Hey, welcome to the EXO Marriage Podcast brought to you by Marriage Today. Hey, this podcast is an inside look at all things EXO and is dedicated to helping you thrive in your relationships, in life, and in love. Hello, everyone. I am Brent Evans, president of Marriage Today and founder of EXO Marriage. Last year, we went all around the country, but during our EXO Austin conference, I sat down with Joe and Lori Champion. Joe and Lori are the senior pastors at Celebration Church in the Austin area. And one of the things I know you'll find valuable about their story is they do ministry together. And so if you know couples who work together or do ministry together, or if that's you, you're going to want to listen to this episode because there's some struggles that come with that, but there's also some blessings as well. So let's listen into my conversation with Joe and Lori. This is the EXO Podcast. We are coming to you live from Austin, Texas. This is uh, a good time that we're having here talking about marriage, but we've had almost 2,000 people here loving this EXO Marriage Conference we're doing, and we're at Celebration Church. And uh, I just happen to have the founders of Celebration Mm -hmm. Church, Joe and Lori Champion, with me today on the podcast. Welcome, guys. Good to be with you, Brent. Thank you. We're glad to be here. You literally just walked off the stage and did a session this morning. Talk about this with our couples that are listening. Talk about what what was the essence of the message that you brought to EXO Conference this morning. Well, like, uh, well, Hebrews 2.1 talks about paying attention that uh, we would not drift. Uh, and of course, that's in our faith, but it's also in relationship to marriage. We believe that we can drift and have marriage drift. There's mission drift, and then there's marriage drift. And if we're not careful, careful, we can begin to drift apart or drift down the river. And it's not any decision we make. It's not any a day that we wake up going, let's just drift apart, but that we end up uh, through whether it could be culture, the erosion that just begins to hit us, or just the erosion of life and experiences, uh, or even our personalities, and we just can slowly go away from each other. And so we got to make sure that we are we are paying very close attention to each other, which in essence, I believe that's the first love definition that Ephesus was doing as he spoke that in Revelation. They were doing a lot of great things. In fact, he said, you guys got a lot of going on. He said, but but you've lost your first love. You're, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you've kind of lost that uh, initial zeal and drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and the story that we used was in Genesis 18, and it's Abraham, and he's all of a sudden hosting these angels, and the angels say, hey, you're doing all this stuff for us, but where's your wife, Sarah? And Moses, of course, says, I mean, Abraham says, she's, she's in the tent. Well, they didn't need her location. They meant, where is she emotionally? Mm, and so I think that, you know, we don't get distracted necessarily by bad things. We get distracted by doing good things. I mean, mm-hmm. Abraham was, was hosting God. He was hosting God's people. And, um, and in the process, kind of forgot about his wife. Mm-hmm. And so whether that's little league sports or that that time that you're you're raising kids or you know both of us work full time and or giving yourself even to, to the things of God you can lose touch with the one you know that is that is your priority human relationship mm-hmm. on earth and, yeah. well that's actually interesting because that's one of the things I wanted to dive into with you guys uh, you both serve in ministry together. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all both are very articulate and good at what you do in ministry. Um, and I say that as a really strong compliment because that's not always the case, right? You, If you have a, a strong leader, just take my dad, for example. Um, my mom doesn't want to be on stage. She, you know, She's not like that. And even if she did, she's not really uh, walking in her gifting by being on stage, but y'all both are great together uh, on stage and both uh, deliver a good message. 
what does ministry do to a marriage? And those listening out there who may be in ministry, what are the dynamics of that? How do people overcome some of the challenges? And what have you all walked through over the years? And uh, as it relates to ministry or just dual income homes, which Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people are watching where both husband and wife work. But in particular, ministry is hard because it's a spiritual battle. It's a it's a war. We're we're uh, we're advancing the kingdom of God. We're moving into especially the city of Austin or this metroplex, which has its own world. And we can give our best all day to ministry, and our energy and our time and our resources. And then when we come home, we don't have anything to give. Mm-hmm. We don't want to give. We just want to go sit on the couch and go to sleep or. Uh, not certainly, you know, have to find uh, that which we need to speak life into each other. And so it's uh, ministry has a way to just drain it mm-hmm. and drain you. And, and we like to say to our staff, the last place, you don't want, you don't want your home to be another battlefield. You've, you've already had enough battles during the day. You're, you're advancing the kingdom. You're preaching the gospel. You're leading people, counseling people. And, and what we've got to make sure is that we're preserving our home as a Garden of Eden, if you will. I know your dad does amazing teaching on, on that Eden experience that, you know, um, Mary, not Mary, but Adam and Eve had in that garden. So just by life itself, we can, we can begin to just drift apart. Our, yeah. our physical life begins to drift apart. Yeah. And, and because we work together, you know, it can be a temptation that it's 24-7 work. Oh, I know. You know, I mean, there, I mean, there's times that, that we're getting, we're both getting dressed in the bathroom and I, I'm doing my hair and, you know, he's brushing his teeth or whatever. And he'll say, oh, what about this situation at church? Or what about that? Or what are we going to do? And I'm like, do you want me to take out a notebook right now? And like, do you want me to make, <laughs> Wait, make some you've phone done that calls? Before. I've done that before, yeah. <laughs> and so we really have to kind of put put limits on that. Not not in a rigid way, but... It'll consume you, absolutely. Yeah, it, it would consume you. And so one of the things that we do is like, we kiss each other goodbye at home and then we're at work together. It's not a weird situation for our staff. We have very defined roles. Mm-hmm. And um, in, in my case... I'm the best person for the job that I do. It's not just because I'm his wife. Mm-hmm. And so um, we have people that speak into our life. We have a very transparent culture. So it can work, but and, and it works beautifully for us. We try to we help other ministry couples do what we do that are called to do what we do. Not all of them are. Um, but but there has to be some dynamics um, that you that you navigate through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've obviously been successful with that because you've had the church. How many years is it? 18 here uh, in Austin, Celebration Church. And then prior to that, we were 10 years in Louisiana. Mm -hmm. So uh, almost 28 years of literally working 24 hours a day, Mm -hmm. seven days a week in the same office. And, And as Lori said, we're also very careful with our team that they don't walk into our offices, or if we're together in one office, they're not walking into a marital situation. It's... We, we're very defined in that way, and, and we have several couples that are married on staff as well, and and we have to say, and we want to make sure that when people walk into their offices, nobody's feeling icky or, ooh, that's weird, or there's an issue going on, so it's it's knowing people, when to hold them and when to fold them. Yeah, can people feel like it's a two-headed monster sometimes? Yeah, with- I, I, think, I think that is... 
I think that can happen. Neither one of you monsters, um, by the way. Well, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> Try not to be. I, I am. And, and that's where I think that the roles really have to be defined. Mm-hmm. And um, and it isn't the two-headed monster or it isn't the good parent, bad parent. Right. Where um, Joe says yes and then, and then or, or Joe says no, and then they come to me and I'm like, oh, yeah, you can do that. I mean... There's a lot of that. It's it's very natural for us now. It's very natural for our staff. They know kind of what my area is and what his area is. He's definitely the lead visionary, and I'm definitely the lead implementer mm. of the vision. And so there are things that are just all Joe. I don't even try to make that decision. There's things that's all me. Yeah. And y'all wrote a book about this. Tell me about the book. Well, we do this uh, called Too Strong would be what we have captured in our principles. Uh, as to how to be too strong, T-W-O strong, not T-O-O strong. Mm. And so especially when couples are pulling together, leading together, working together, could be a business or a church, uh, what can end up happening is one can be too strong. And uh, we believe that that Ephesians... That dominant, that dominant, you know, person. Making sure that we're submitted one to another. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are ministry couples, Priscilla and Aquila. Mm-hmm. This was a couple that Paul said risked their necks for him. They they were together in the ministry. And you don't find a lot of examples, but obviously like today's message, Abraham could not be fulfilled without Sarah. Or of course, Joseph and Mary. Uh, yes, Mary was the the carrier and the uh, she was the virgin that had to bring Christ into the world, but then the lineage would be fulfilled through Joseph, and how that relationship between Joseph and Mary looked, and how at first it was hard for him. He he thought about putting her away or you know ending this potential marriage as we know it, and then he hears from God, no, wait a minute, this is this is of the Lord. So it's a balance. It's a it's a very delicate situation. It's taken a long time to know how to dance with each other and to and to know when in an office, especially in a staff meeting, we could have a disagreement. Mm-hmm. And we have to be very careful of not taking that home or being very careful of not playing, well, I'm the husband card or, you know, we have to, we just have to learn. And then there are people watching us. We're very aware of uh, our staff is learning. Uh and uh, watching, and how how do you do marriage even in in difficult or stressful times? And so, yeah, that would be the premise of of too strong, and even those principles. Yeah, I would consider y'all role models in that. I, I would, because you. your name, me not knowing y'all all that well, we know each other for a while now. I've I've heard over and over again that the 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 model of this, y'all are living it out, mm-hmm. and uh, I've heard that several times. Uh, not just from my dad, but from other people. So good job oh, on well, that because it's not you. easy to do. No, it's yeah. hard. And we're called to do it. And and I, I, I will say this, Brent, that the hero in this is Lori um, because there are scriptures that obviously God has an order. He has it set up as the man to be the not just the head of the home, but to, to lead the church. We find that biblical pattern. And so, but Lori knows that role that she has as a female, and uh, she doesn't supersede that. It's a it's a beautiful thing that she displays because she may be strong, but she is submitted strongly as well. So she's the hero. She's the yeah. secret sauce. And, and my wife has a similar personality where she's not defined by just being a mother. 
And she has way much more inside of her that she wants to do for the kingdom or for the world rather than just raising godly kids. And so for women out there that have that ambition or that drive, they can sometimes feel, especially in the church, sometimes feel wrong for wanting to advance that. Um, And some of them, honestly, are more gifted sometimes than their husbands in the space. And so they feel guilty for um, saying, well, I'm doing this, but my husband's still, how do you honor your husband while doing this? So I do feel like y'all have an opportunity to really uh, showcase how it works, how it works well. You can keep your family together, raised three awesome boys. I met Mason last night. He's, mm-hmm. he's a great kid and, uh, and, and thrive in that. So I want to cap off the conversation by talking about uh, EXO Conference. Um, wh- why EXO Conference? What, what was it that um, y'all felt like? I know you have a relationship with my dad. Uh, bringing marriage conference to your church, how is that going to impact your church or community? What's y'all's vision? Well, first of all, it's such a biblically driven ministry. Everything is rooted in Scripture, uh, which that has to be the foundation. And if we are not being driven by the Scriptures and by by the Gospel, uh, the written Word of God, then then we're we could be going down another road that we believe mm-hmm. we have to be very careful, especially in today's culture, where it's now just speaking to the to the flesh and and not to the spirit. Uh, your father's ministry, and of course, EXO, it's, it's been proven these many years. It's, it's our go-to. In fact, we have to yeah, be very definitely. careful even speaking for EXO. <laughs> has this been said by Pastor Jimmy? Did we pick this message up from him <laughs> or from the EXO yeah. content? We've had yeah. several speakers, though, come up to my dad and say, hey, this is your message I'm about to bring. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we're not going to do that. <laughs> we may hide it. We were just like, was this original to us or not? But um, yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that Really, the the problems that we're seeing in society today, it all roots. It's all rooted in the breakdown of the home, and so as a church, if we can equip marriages, and if mm. we can equip those marriages to to raise good, godly kids, then I think that we answer a lot of the needs that society has through that, because it all comes back to, you know, Jesus shows forth the gospel through marriage. Mm-hmm. And so it's so important to everything that we do is that we get healthy in our marriages and have a biblical perspective of marriage. And, and can I say this too? We have the view of behind the scenes, and there are no behind the scenes uh, when it comes to EXO team, when it comes to the leadership, uh, beginning with Pastor Evans all the way down. There's no, there's nothing that uh, we would not want anybody to see. You can go anywhere in the EXO world uh, it's being lived out. It's being personified. It uh, it is who they are on that platform. So that's why we're behind it. Yeah, good. Well, if you're in the Austin area and you want a good church, check out Celebration Church. And we are coming back next year. We're trying to nail down the date, but we will be back for the marriage conference next year. We love the relationship with you guys. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thanks Thank for having you. Thank you so much for listening to the EXO Marriage Podcast. As I mentioned, we are coming back to Austin for another EXO Conference in 2019. Since we did this podcast, we nailed down a date. So go ahead and mark your calendars for October 25th and 26th. You can register for that event at exomarriage.com forward slash Austin. Join us next time for the EXO Marriage Podcast.